Hello and welcome to another episode of the Book Baby Spotlight Podcast, your home for select interviews with authors, illustrators, editors, and other industry insiders from the world of self-publishing. This is Jasmine. And I'm Sam. Your hosts of the Book Baby Spotlight. So Sam, how are your holidays? They were good. I guess this is the last chance to talk about holidays and New Year now. Now it's like mid-January and we'll put this out at the end of January. Uh, what about you? Um, they were great. Played a lot of games, won some candy, and I guessing contests. All good stuff. Nice. Got to see lots of family. Got uh, my nieces. I've been doing this tradition for a few years now. I've mentioned it on the podcast. I like to get one of my nieces uh, a book baby title each year. Uh, so this year was Phoenix Baldwin's. Uh, we had them on the podcast last year, but this is the book formerly known as Ella, and they loved it. That's awesome that you're able to use us to give a gift. That's so great. Yeah, can't wait to see what we have going on here now, this year, in season four. Can you believe it? We're in season four? Season four of the Book Baby Spotlight Podcast, yes. And we're going to talk about increasing your chances of sales success when it comes to marketing your book. Book Baby's mission is where authors become writers and take the hard work out of self-publishing and make their literary dreams and hopes come true. It's a new year and we're all about new improvements. Uh, we actually have a lot this year. Sam, do you want to talk a little bit more about Bookshop Analytics? Yeah, absolutely. We hit on this at the end of last year, but we're now giving our authors a really unique uh, ability to increase their sales like never before. Using Bookshop Analytics, we can now show authors things like location data, uh, the engagement metrics, uh, and where their traffic is coming from so they can tell which marketing strategy is working best for their book. Yeah, I really feel like that information is super cool because like data like that with other self-publishing companies like Amazon are often like kept private on their servers. And I feel like information like this puts more than marketing power directly in self-publishers' hands. Can any self-publisher use analytics though? Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of the questions that we get from our authors are, are things like information that exists somewhere out there in the world, you know, where does my traffic come from? Uh, but it's proprietary data, which KDP and some of the other self-publishing options just aren't able and they aren't set up to provide to their authors. So the work on our end was all about building the bridges to get the data into our platform and onto a nice little user interface for our clients. And now every single book that is on the Book Baby Bookshop has access to this data in the Bookshop Analytics section of their account. If you don't, let us know, but you should all be good now. It's like an amazing turn of events for us. I also right. think getting data around where your readers are like located will help self-publishers develop a language around who their community is, who their readers are, and uh, really focus the targeting on their messaging when they are marketing. There's a study by co-marketing a marketing agency in Boston that states that getting location-based data and using that can increase engagement by at least 48%. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's... You know, it really helps to break that screen to person feeling, you know, so much of the sales is only happening online. Our readers don't know who you are. So, you know, it takes a really active effort to keep marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And like when the readership grows, that can lead to other promotional events. Like you can create an ad for a book signing in a specific area or you can make an online event specifically for readers in a specific area that you see that are buying more in that space versus others. It's a great way for your readers to feel like you're noticing them and supporting the book. Definitely. So if you're seeing a lull in engagement on your website pages, the that kind of info would really help ramp up the number of people who see you. And sometimes the density of your messaging can help. You know, how deep 
could your advertising really go as a self-published author if you're aiming at everybody in the United States? And instead, if you really focus down and narrow it to the people most likely to be interested, uh, that can really help. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's so important to have an idea an idea of who that community is when you're creating those ads and post emails or however you keep in touch with your core reader. And Lee and Marco have certainly done that. Definitely. So let's get into that. Our guests are Lee Lawrence and Marco Mares, writer and illustrator of the children's book, Wu-Tang is for the children. Lee Lawrence is a copywriter from Brooklyn and Marco, an illustrator by day and healthcare provider in cardiology by night with over 300 copies sold across the U.S. and Canada. We bring on this duo to talk about their book and how they made success happen with Book Baby. Lee and Marco, thank you for joining us. Thank you. We're so, so excited to be here. Thank you. The Wu-Tang Clan is a legendary hip hop group that has been shaped the East Coast hip-hop sound. Drawing inspiration from their debut album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, which has been changed to 26 letters for the alphabet. Tell us the moment you decided to turn America's favorite rap group into a children's book. Oh, man. Uh, so th- this might be this might be a, somewhat of a long answer uh, because I think there were actually two moments, uh, you could say. The, the, the first was when I was probably 11 years old and I heard my first Wu-Tang song and thought as a child, this is, this is for me. Uh, (laughs) I just, I just loved it so much. Uh, Like it was kind of, the sound itself was kind of nerdy and there was something kind of, you know, nerdy about them. Like they have this fascination with martial arts and Kung Fu movies, uh, but their, their vocabulary and their lyrics, they're just like talking about things that, you know, no other rappers are talking about. Like Jizza talks about like, physics and science and hysterics and then you have Ghostface and Raekwon who are just these amazing cinematic storytellers and then you've got you know old dirty who is this huge has this huge infectious and joyful personality so they have this appeal that makes them kind of different and there's also something there for everyone uh for the children you could say like I was when I was 11 uh, and then I think the second moment, and this is actually how it really came about, and it kind of came about in a really simple way, um, but you kind of have to go back to the year 1999. Uh, I think the Cranberries were accepting an award at the, at the Grammys for Best Song, and Wu-Tang didn't win, um, but Old Dirty took the stage anyway, and he declared to the world one thing uh, in sort of like a viral moment before there were viral moments he said wu-tang is for the children uh it it was it was really funny but it was like so odb to say that um and it's kind of lived on to become like a meme sort of in wu-tang fan lore so fast forward 20 years later um i'm basically just joking around with some friends and we were recalling uh that moment that odb said wu-tang is for the children and i think i was just like there should be a kid's book called Wu-Tang is for the children. And uh, so it just kind of clicked from there. Um, and then Marco was, uh, so he's, he's actually engaged uh, to my sister and uh, my sister knew that I had this idea and she's like, you should reach out uh, to Marco. He like loves the Wu-Tang and he loves illust- uh, being an illustrator and he likes, and he has actually an aspiration to become a uh, picture book illustrator himself. So I was like, this is too good of a match to be true. And it ended up being true. So. Oh my God. I I love that. Literally my next question was to ask how you two know each other. And (laughs) I really just enjoy that. It was like, 
seemed like divine timing and like aligned that Marco was um, engaged to your sister. Um, uh, the illustrations in this book are captivating and engaging and intricately creative. And we pride ourselves on delivering quality papers so the illustrations really pop. Um, Marco, tell us the vision behind drawing for this book. And do you feel like you achieved that with Book Baby? As Lee was mentioning earlier, the style of music has always been so captivating to me because it's, it's kind of a large theme with their music. And I've always felt that I was very fast and aggressive, to which I was like very interested in as a kid. Hearing their music and and you know and getting the idea, just that he mentioned, that was like almost like a perfect scenario. Inspiration for the illustrations was super easy for me, just because being a fan of and listening to the music for so many years that the kind of be like martial arts theme was just like an easy idea you know on and and we thought that it was a proper theme for the book so illustrations kind of have that martial arts theme connected you know that fans kind of uh see as like synonymous with their music and their style I might just add on to that too. Like as we started to both get into development, we, we found that the group was just sort of like the perfect fit in a way for a picture book, but like in an unexpected way, like there's this wide range of personalities in the group. It's like a rotating cast of, you know, characters. And so it, it just kind of seems like no matter when you're like, what track you're listening to with the Wu-Tang, it's like, you're getting a different, a totally different vibe each time. And so that kind of made for great, illustrations in a good world to build like bringing those personalities to life like it looks different from page to page uh because there is so much you know diversity in within within the, uh, the group that there is just so much inspiration for us to draw on i think yeah i really feel like uh Marco did a beautiful job with uh, captivating all of that personality on the page. Every single page uh, looks super unique mm -hmm. and it's exciting. You know, most people don't know the first steps mm -hmm. of self-publishing a book. Can you tell us more about how uh, you guys found Book Baby and, you know, started the self-publishing process? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because like the, the development of this book has been sort of a long time coming. We didn't really have any idea like where to start this is my first published book definitely it's you know it's marco's first as well so gosh i don't know we, we really just don't have anywhere to go to like i first like like i was emailing different publishers no one said yes i feel like a big uh, a really difficult thing for a first-time author is that no one will take you seriously they're just like well like i, I think being able to, to say in the email uh, you know, author of blank and blank, you know, right off the bat gives you an advantage. We, that was an advantage we didn't have. And so a lot of publishers, you know, they're not willing to take a risk, I think on a new, on a new author. And so we found out about self-publishing and looked at a lot of different self-publishers. I actually went on like a website that like rates uh, <laughs> self-publishers out there. Cause there's some, there's so many out there and some are, they're not great. Like from, from what I was reading, like there's some that even sound like maybe they're a little scammy, you know, like it's, it, it kind of, there's, there's a lot of, there's a big range of them out there and you guys were rated really, really highly. And so it just seemed like a place 
that we could trust. And it turns out it's been a really great experience so far. So yeah, you guys are experiencing a lot of success. Um, I'm so curious of like, um, what was like the thought process behind you marketing the book or, you know, gaining momentum for the book? Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, so I'm actually what I do for uh, Olivia, like my background really helped us quite a bit. So I, I work in advertising. I'm a, uh, an associate creative director, writer by trade. And so I, I think just having that background in advertising and social media really, I, I think, helped us. I knew that we needed to have some sort of audience built in already. I, I, I can't imagine being a first time author and then no one knowing of your work and then putting something out there, you know, on, on Instagram with no following is, you know, it was a steeper hill to climb. Uh, but I knew that if we teased out the pages one by one, built an audience over time, that by the time we did release a book, people were you know anticipating and waiting for it to come out and they would want to buy it. And so I, I think that was sort of the game plan. I was surprised that we were able to get to 10K followers on, on Instagram, but I'm not really that surprised because Marco's illustrations were, were just so good. Like everyone, it's like the first thing people say when they see our book is they just can't believe how vibrant and colorful it is. Um, so I think Wu-Tang fans and even non-Wu-Tang fans alike saw something in it that they really liked. And that helped our, you know, build our social following on Instagram. No, absolutely. Like Wu-Tang is timeless, uh, <laughs> timeless and a vibrant mm -hmm. group of people. And I really like feel like you hit something there when you're talking about the illustrations because I feel like part of good marketing is like making sure that the book itself is visually grabbing and I want to like dig into Marco's head a little bit more about his own because I feel like uh, illustrators have their own artistic journey and style so like I'm curious to know like more about like, I guess the drawing and creation process, like how long did it take you to draw and create each of the uh, pages for the book? Oh man. Uh, it, it took a long time. I mean, literally the, the entire time to get this book out, you know, from, from the Bentley, um, which is, is this illustration here? This, this is kind of like a, our Instagram handle, you know? And this was the very first illustration that I sent Leah for the Wu-Tang picture book. And, um, and his sister, my shit to me. And then I said, okay, let me just draw kind of like, you know, a little bit of an odor, see if he likes it, watercolor and a lot of like saturation, you know, like, which I feel is like kind of, you know, the way that the music in Wu-Tang is, you know, where you have so many different elements and you have so many different members of the Wu-Tang all creating almost kind of artistic value. And just listening to the music, you know, in itself and having this book out, you know, and, and accomplishing this goal was just only diving into the work and then, you know, really think about, what are the things that Wu-Tang fans are looking for, you know, because we knew that the majority of the people that are going to buy the book, they're going to want to show it to their children because it means something to them to know who the Wu-Tang clan is because they absolutely do not, you know, but. I love how you're describing how like it's easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> and um no 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 i like it not not uh, like in in that type of way but i'm just like the inspiration it's okay you got it's all right like, and ages is like <laughs> 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 
And yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, no need to be humble, Marco, because it's, it, it really, every time he would, I'm not kidding. Like every time he would send me, so like the way we would do it is I would, I would write the text, I would send it to Marco and then he would take that text. It's funny. I would have something in mind. I was like, Oh, I wonder if he's going to like have the Rizzo be doing this or have the method man be doing posing in this way. Every time he sent me something, it was like totally what I wasn't expecting and like a million times better than what I would have done. Uh, Cause he, it, it's just so imaginative and the way um, he interprets the text uh, with the illustration is just, it's unexpected, but it's also, it feels right. You know, it's like that, that was the best way of doing it. I think my favorite one will always be, the Rizza page where he's fighting battling the dragon. Like, it's just, it's so cool. Like I, I never thought like, it makes sense spitting fire, you know, it's something that Rizza does, but then having him face off against a dragon, literally spitting fire is just like the most Wu-Tang thing I can, I can think of. And it was just so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I really love the K is for killer yeah. of the, like the ghost face killer reference. K is for killer of the whole rap game, the bard of bars with a ghost faced name. So even with that illustration, automatically in my head, I was thinking of somebody that that is commanding, you know, across the board as far as, you know, the lyrics go and, and you know, how he was kind of like the inspirations for the ghost and the typewriter typing out the lyrics, you know, as he's doing a freestyle, the, the ghost are almost like a courtroom kind of, you know, scene, you know, so it's like these illustrations came about he would send me lee would send me the town head i'm thinking okay i'm reading the text and i'm trying to come up with something as creative as possible that i can kind of relay that text did like you know, illustrations and spent time and really focused in on even like how i wanted these illustrations to come about so past five years has been great and it's it's like really like resurfaced my interest for illustration and art that right there is like something that lee and i talked about is what it is that we wanted to pass down to like our kids it was just the inspiration from front to back as far as and and accomplishing the book but also to we wanted to we wanted to make sure that the title of the book is what we really followed through and carried out with Wu-Tang, you know, being for the children is, it's not just about kids picking up like a book, you know, and turning through the pages and seeing the illustrations and seeing the being captivated in that very moment with every single page that they turn. Yeah. Um, no, I really... <laughs> love everything that you're describing that kind of like um level and energy towards the intention around the creativity is something we really like put at the forefront for book baby authors we really pride that we we want authors to feel mm -hmm. like they have creative control and um just power in that and it's just so beautiful to keep hearing um book baby authors feel like they have that space i was so curious because uh, we do try to give our um authors as much as possible to help their book become successful. We do have a feature called Bookshop Analytics. And I was talking to Lee earlier about this and I was curious, um, you know, that information on other self-publishing platforms isn't always readily available for our self-publishers. And I'm just curious how that uh, advanced your marketing efforts or like what kind of information that 
gave you guys for um, marketing the book? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, I use the bookshop analytics part of the website um, quite a bit because it, it the thing I like about it is that it, it shows you where people are, where people are clicking and like where they're, where they're coming from when they discover your book. Uh, and so it's telling me like, what's the most effective way of, I, for, for me, it seems like it's definitely most of our sales are coming from the link tree art, uh, link in our, on my, on our Instagram profile. And so that just tells me, okay, it's working. Like I need to keep, we need to keep posting things on Instagram um, letting people know about the book, uh, because we have a lot of, you know, uh, 10,000 people follow us, but like, I don't know if everyone who follows us, uh, like if we're showing up in their feeds all the time. So some people are just finding out that the book is now for sale. Maybe they've been following us for a long time, but, um, they just found out like someone just commented the other day. They're like, Oh, is this available? And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's been, yeah, it just came out last month. Like make sure you, you know, go to the link in the bio. And so they, um, that's been really helpful. Definitely. Um, and then you can kind of just see like, if I post something, I'll see like a spike in views on, um, on the bookshop page. And I'm like, okay, I can correlate that to when I recently posted something on Instagram. So I can definitely see, um, the, the, how the analytics are, are providing that sort of insight. Uh, that's like really helpful. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're glad we want that for our authors. We want our authors to know who is checking in and where their fans are, because we just feel like that's information that makes your book more successful and get more sales and, you know, just understand uh, where your community is growing. I mean, the Wu-Tang Clan mm-hmm. community is everywhere, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so curious. I haven't been to, uh, so you guys are in New Jersey, right? Yeah, our, our headquarters is in New Jersey. I, I haven't been to, because I don't, I mean, I don't know, from New York, I'm not sure if this is uh, if this is okay to say, but like, because New Jersey is so close to Staten Island, and I know there might be some, you know, some, uh, <laughs> some, some tension between Staten Island and New Jersey people, but like, have you been to Wu-Tang um, Boulevard? <laughs> I think it's on Staten Island. I haven't been yet, but I've been wanting to go. Oh, no, I have not ventured over, but now I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been, but I, I want to go. Yeah, that I mean, that would be fun. That that that'd make a cool field trip. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm so curious. Like, uh, you know, do you guys have any other future events that uh, we should let our listeners know about? Um, where can our listeners find more of you guys? Um, yeah, we also have a TikTok uh, that I've been sort of building out. Definitely check us out on there. I think you just need to search Wu Tang is for the Children. You'll probably find us. Um, so that's kind of our next venture is building out our TikTok. I don't know. Marco and I have kind of been talking about what we want to do next. Uh, definitely have ideas. We have an idea that's actually about my cat, which is who's sitting on me right now. Nice. It's, uh, <laughs> so it's about, um, it's about a cat that's growing up in Brooklyn. And so uh, that loves pizza. That's all I can say for now. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, we also have another maybe idea we have for the Wu-Tang another book, but I don't know. We, we, I think we kind of are looking to sort of flex our muscles and see, you know, what else we could do and, and what other opportunities are out there. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us and talking to us and uh, until next time. And that was Lee Lawrence and Marco Mares. Sam, what'd you think about their book? 
I love the book. I definitely agree that the Wu-Tang is a perfect group for this sort of idea. Yeah, I was really interested to hear that Leah and Marco are in-laws. Uh, you know, not everyone is lucky enough to have their perfect creative partner immediately handy. Uh, but I'd really be interested to learn more about how that creative process led to their relationship deepening personally. Yeah, it definitely seemed like fate for that <laughs> the way that it did. I really love the way that they spoke about their own creative visions and how they're able to make it possible with us. You know, that's what we strive for. Definitely. Wu-Tang is for the children and Book Baby is for the creatives. And before we head out for today, any book recommendations before we get out of here? I do have one. Uh, yes, I'm excited to say that David Goggins has published his second ebook with us, and it's available on the Book Baby Bookshop now. Goggins is a retired Navy SEAL, and he managed to make it onto the New York Times bestsellers list last time around. Uh, so all the best to him. His book is never finished. It's very inspirational. I think the New Year's is the perfect time to read it. And what about you, Jess? Ooh, right now I'm reading The Order of Time by Carlo Rivelli. It's an astrophysicist book which is really cool. Um, just describes uh, space and time and science. You're just reading astrophysics books for fun? <laughs> yeah. That's very impressive. <laughs> and you can find more great reads on Book Baby Bookshelf. That's store.bookbaby.com. If you're interested in publishing with Book Baby, we'd love to hear from you at info at bookbaby.com or call us at 877-961-6878. And thanks to Lee Lawrence and Marco Mares for talking about their book, Wu-Tang is for the Children. Be sure to go follow them and like, rate, and subscribe to the Book Baby Spotlight Podcast. Until next time for a letter k k is for killer of the whole rap game the bard of bars with a ghost-faced name but when it comes to the children wu-tang is for the children we teach the children you know what i mean puppy is good but wu-tang is the best okay i want y'all to know that this is odb and i love you all peace